Hello. I'd like to tell the greatest story, the most difficult story too, but the greatest ending, happy ending, about my first husband, Ali. I was living in Iran. We were living in Iran. We had met in India and married in India, and then we only had two choices, either because he was Iranian, was either to marry and go to Iran or marry and go to Canada, and we chose Iran. So when we arrived in Iran, we had to get married again. <laughs> no problem. But after about, I think it was about six months, um, it became so stressful for me. Um, Ali's family, his mother, his sisters, they were so supportive and so loving. But nothing could change the stress of having to wear hijab every time I walked out of the house and having to change so much of my behavior when I was out. When I was home, it was more the most loving environment I, I, I had ever had. So after about six months, um, I pushed Ali to um, take me to Tehran and for me to fly out of the country. And it was the hardest thing he and he or I had ever done. And he was such an amazing trooper. He just got me there, got me on the plane, and, you know, it was excruciating for him. I took a plane to, <clears throat> excuse me, I took a plane to Cyprus, and then I was planning to go to South Africa, but there was a kind of a stopover, not a stopover, but, you know, just um, um, the flight just, you know, picked up passengers on the way in Kenya. And I met such an amazing young woman on the plane, and we had such an amazing conversation that I said, you know, and I was absolutely distraught, that I decided to get off in Kenya. My bags went on to Johannesburg, but I got off in Nairobi. And so step by step, I, you know, tried to start my life up again. And it was my goal to, <clears throat> to um, try to get a visa for Ali because the problem wasn't Ali and the problem wasn't his family. It was the, you know, it was the strict kind of, um, you know, patriarch um, uh, rules that the government made in Iran. And so um, I found a job. I found an amazing job in a primary secondary school. It was um, Ismaili, and it was amazing. And I actually found a house. I actually adopted two dogs, two amazing dogs. Everything was amazing. And then, but then, one day I called Ali's brother, Muhammad, and I think I was, it was at school and I was talking to him and he said, he just told me the plain truth that Ali just, you know, he couldn't eat, he couldn't sleep, he couldn't breathe. He, could, he, he was just, you know, just, you know, breaking down in my absence. And, you know, it, it was just the truth. And so I remember walking out of the gates of my school 
and it was a dirt road up in Cairns in Nairobi. And I, you know, there's left and there's right. And left was to go home and to stay in Kenya and to keep my life going, which I just, you know, upgraded and, 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 and set in motion. And turning right was to go back to um, the telephone office um, where I could um, call Muhammad and and tell him that I was coming back. So I knew at that moment that, you know, the pull was so immense to go back. And, you know, everyone was saying, you're going back to Iran. I had an Israeli friend and she said, are you mad? You know, you're going back to Iran. And I said, yeah, it's just the right thing to do. So I got my ticket, I got on the plane, I started wearing hijab again. And we landed in Tehran. And I remember getting off the plane. And it wasn't as stressful as it was before. And I went through the gates and went through the, you know, back out into the public and where all the crowd is waiting for the the passengers. And I looked everywhere for Ali and I couldn't see him. And I thought, oh my God, he hasn't come. What's happened? And, you know, my heart is just racing. And then I saw this man with kind of longish hair and a full black beard. And, you know, men were not really supposed to wear beards at that time in Iran. It was very, it was almost illegal. You know, it was, it was, it was really frowned upon. And I looked closely and it was Ali, and he'd become like a, a jungle man, you know, <laughs> so beautiful, but absolutely downtrodden and kind of dark, and and I can't tell the rest of that story, but <laughs> without crying, but it was the best moment of my life.